and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Nala. I'm on team here at Father's House, and it's an honor and a privilege to be sharing the morning with you. Thank you for joining us. We are carrying on with the journey through 1 Corinthians, and this morning we're looking at chapter 13. Now, if you've been at a wedding, basically at any point in your life, you will most definitely have heard excerpts from this chapter spoken about, taught about, as there is so much to say about love in this chapter. The love is patient, love is kind, that is from this chapter. So this morning we're going to look at a few verses in this chapter, not the whole chapter, but just a few verses, and two questions we can ask ourselves in, in our own lives, and our own circumstances, that I really trust and pray is going to encourage us this morning. So let's start with the beginning of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. And then it goes to the verse that you may have heard before. Love is patient. Love is kind. It explains exactly what love is, all the qualities. And then we're going to go down to verse 11, which says, When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. <clears throat> when I became a man, or woman, I put the ways of childhood behind me. So here, uh, it, the Corinthian church is being addressed by Paul, and the Corinthian church is not all made up of the same people. They're different cultures, different backgrounds, different experiences, not the same kind of people with the same opinions, um, same knowledge, same walk. These are all different people from different walks of life that form part of this church, and Paul knows that. And he knows that in order to survive the muddy waters of indifference and the differences they're going to encounter with one another and the disagreements they may have in the church environment, that they would need to understand love, that they would need to understand the principles that he's talking about in this chapter in order for them to work alongside each other and in order for it to be a good, loving environment for this church to grow and to flourish. That's why he's talking about love so much in this chapter. Is to, they, he knows that they're going to need it when building this church. So the first aspect we're going to look at is in that first verse that we read about. If I speak in tongues of men or angels but do not have love, I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. And he goes off to say, if I have the gifts of prophecy, um, but I don't have love, I am nothing. If I give everything I have to the poor, but I have love, I have nothing. It touches on the idea of motivation. Why I'm doing and how I'm doing what I'm doing determines the outcome. All of these things are good, you know, giving all you, you possess and prophesying and speaking in tongues, all good things. But if they're not motivated by love, then they mean nothing. That's quite a, a broad statement. That's a big thing to say. But here, I, I think he's asking them a question, and I want us to ask ourselves that question this morning, is what is motivating us? 
What is motivating our behavior? What's motivating your behavior? What motivates what you do today, what you say to people, the words you speak? What is behind them? What is motivating them? Is it kind? Is it true? Is it helpful? Those are questions to ask ourselves before we do something. Is it motivated by love? It makes me think of that scripture in Philippians 4 verse 8. And it says, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, and whatever is admirable, think about such things. It brings into question our motivation because if we're motivated by pure love towards someone, what we say and what we do will bear fruit. It might be a difficult conversation. It might not be um, work out in that moment, but it will always be fruitful if we're motivated by love. So I want to encourage you today, whatever you do, whatever you say, whatever you're, whoever you're going to come into contact with, ask yourself about your motivations. Is, is what I'm saying going to be kind and helpful and true? Focus on what is noble and pure, and that love motivation will bear fruit wherever you go today. So what are we motivated by? And it touches on that idea of love. And then it touches on a second aspect, which is in verse 11. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man or woman, I put the ways of childhood behind me. This talks about maturity. Maturity. Now, being mature, the definition is reaching the most advanced stage. Reaching the most advanced stage. So it touches on the idea of growth, of development. That is what maturity is. And he's telling here, the, the church in Corinth, he's explaining to them that they're going to need to make sure that they're motivated by love, but also to grow into a sense of maturity in order to flourish in this environment. And it's not just about personal growth. It's not just about personal maturity. Because when you grow as a person, it actually affects a collective whole, which is what he's touching on here. It will affect the whole church in Corinth if you are motivated correctly and you are growing and you are maturing. I love what Jessica Brody said. She's a Christian novelist about this passage of scripture. She says, we must understand that our goal is to reach fullness in Christ collectively, not just individually. We are to grow as a body, as a people, all gifts serving to help one another so that all can grow and blossom in God's vast, generous love. I love that. I love that the, it's not just focusing on the individual, but on the whole collective. You see, when you actively choose to grow, it will grow you, but it will also grow those around you. Because when you mature, it activates those around you. It encourages them, it motivates them, it shows them, it raises the standard. If you think about a team, and maybe even a sports team, and someone on the team is really putting in extra hours, they're studying more, they're doing so much more work behind the scenes to really mature in their craft and in what they're doing, it will immediately raise the level of all the players when they start seeing, oh, suddenly that person's on a whole nother level. You want to aspire to be like that. It encourages you. So you also raise your level to meet theirs. The maturity affects not just you, but a collective whole. And what exactly does maturity look like? Well, that's where the scripture about love comes in in verse 4. 
Love is patient, kind, does not envy, does not boast, does not dishonor, not easily angered. You can also replace that with maturity. Love is, not, is, is patient and love is kind. But when we mature, we naturally embrace love as a motivator. And so that would look like being more patient, being kinder, not being easily angered, not keeping a record of wrong, not delighting in evil, but rejoicing in truth. If we can grow in our level of maturity, it will not just help us, but it will help us as a friendship group, as a family unit, as a church. When we are motivated by love and when we actually put time and effort into growing ourselves and developing ourselves through love, through God's word, through his truths, it will be for the greater good. So I just want to pray with us this morning as we close. Pray for your day and pray over your life and circumstances and your whole family as we close off this morning. Lord God, thank you for who you are. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for these words, Lord God, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that our motivating feeling and action this morning will be from a place of love. That whatever we say today, wherever we go, whatever interaction we have, may it be motivated by love. And I pray, Lord God, that we will actively start growing in our maturity. That we will, through your word, through your truths, through doing what you say, Lord God, and embracing your truths, we will walk in areas of growth. Show us where we need to grow in our lives, Lord God, in order that we may become mature, not just for ourselves, Lord God, for that to bear fruit, but for the collective health of our family units, of our church body, Lord God. May we motivate one another, encourage one another, and steer one another on to do the good works in your name, Lord God. So I just pray for that area of growth for all of us, this morning, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, you that you walk this journey alongside of us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen.